Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. I am your host, Angel Bernard, coming to you live from an undisclosed location to broadcast the actual end of the world. What is going on? How's it going? We finally did it. We're here. We have come full circle. All those years in school, all that tuition money spent, all those hours with my face buried into a textbook just to learn that the TikTok kids, they had it figured out all along. And a lot of people, they like to give these influencers a lot of shit, myself included. I'm guilty of it. But really, what's happening is they have the last laugh here, folks. We give these people shit for selling out and for cashing checks. But really, is that not all that matters? Is that not all that really matters at the end of the day? These people drive Lamborghinis through Hollywood. They live behind walls that are 50 feet high in multi-million dollar mansions. They will never have to work another day in their life. We talk shit about people selling out. But in reality, aren't we all sellouts? We're all sellouts. I'm a sellout. You're a sellout. Your mother is a sellout. Our government is the biggest sellout of all time. You wait all week to see who's getting the next rose. I wait for the latest video game to drop. We all are sellouts to corporations, but yet we're here trying to fight the system. But really, are we fighting the system? Truly, are we fighting the system, doing what we're doing? Posting Instagram stories? Sharing memes? I mean... Is this really fighting the system? Truly, people are tweeting revolution of our times. And I mean, the last year alone has proven just how much of a house of cards and how much of a giant scam our entire system is. So what else is there left to do but sell out? If you're not selling out, I, I think you're doing it wrong. The only thing left to do is to make money through advertisements, put it into Bitcoin, and disappear completely. Because the end times are coming. If you have read an objective piece of content, not Fox, not CNN, not NBC, I'm talking something with facts, something that can be proven, not a narrative. If you have read anything remotely close to that, you would know that things, things ain't great, folks. Things ain't great. And it's time that we start to recognize that. It's time to realize that things, that this is the downfall of the American empire. And if you're trying to argue that it's not, you're wrong. You're wrong. And so that's what we're going to do here. We're just going to preach positivity, brand building, meditation. But really what we're doing is is we're really going to be taking a hard look on everything that's going on around us. And whenever I started college, during my first week of school, someone approached me and they said, hey, your studio mates, they're going to form a bond with you that's going to last a lifetime. And at first, I kind of laughed at it. I, I didn't really believe them. But somewhere, I think maybe my fourth, beginning of my fifth year, I started realizing that that person was right. Because when it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you look to your left and you look to your right and you see the same person who's in the same boat as you and which is stressed and haven't slept 
and haven't really been home, and you've been living off of ramen from the vending machine, you both did that. You both bled in the trenches together. And you had conversations with them. You you had random discourses at 2 o'clock in the morning about the Illuminati, Trump, Biden, Kamala, literally anything. And it was real. There was no bullshit because you were exhausted. Nothing mattered. Time wasn't real. The only thing that mattered was reaching your deadline. And so I think, I think creating something like that, creating a studio experience for everyone who hasn't been involved, for people who missed out on something like that, I think that's a great, a great thing to do. And if along the way you guys learn something, you guys realize that things aren't what they seem, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to start a cult. I'm trying to start a cult. I would love to start a cult. I've always had interest in cults, and I think a lot of people do. I think it'd be great to be in one. I think it'd be great to lead one. And we like to give cults a bad rap, and you know their track record isn't the best. But when you really look at it, everything is one giant cult. Society is one giant cult. Social media is one giant cult. When you break it down, the tech industry is one giant cult. There's a reason we call them followers because you as a cult leader are depicting a reality in which you want your followers to see. You want it to be the way you say it is. The lines of reality have been so blurred in the past 12 months alone that nothing really matters. Truly, nothing really seems to matter. You have Redditors crashing the stock market for no reason, just as a revenge stunt, which I'm all for. You have Bitcoin going up and skyrocketing, hedge fund managers going out of business. You have Donald Trump leaving office. You have all of these things happening, and yet still people want to remain the same. People say they want change, but do they really? Do you really want change? You may say you do by posting it on your Instagram story. But if you truly wanted change, you would be making change. You would be doing something about it that requires you leaving your bedroom if you truly want to change you'd be willing to die for it you guys are going to give me shit well angel you're bitching on here you sold out you have a podcast like a basic bitch so do you want change no no i don't want change i used to want change i have given up on wanting change because i realized that it's not gonna happen all i want is podcast money maybe a nice deal from spotify I can disappear to an island, an Asian country maybe, preferably, use only Bitcoin, possibly fake my death. These are the dreams I want. Don't you have dreams? So, no, I don't want change. A nice cult? That would be nice. To lead a cult. I would like for us to wear hoods. Black hoods. With necklaces. Nice necklaces. Modern necklaces. Not demonic ones, not scary ones, class. Class. Does Rolex make a necklace? What if instead of necklace we had Rolexes? We go Freemason style. We go skull and bones method. We go 100% corporate and class. My cult will sell out. Because like I said, there's nothing left to do but sell out.
We can't make a difference. It's over, folks. It's over. And if you really think that a politician, that a new administration is going to have any effect whatsoever on your day-to-day life, you're wrong. You're insane. And a lot of people, they like to give me shit for saying these things. They like to say I'm an annihilist and that I'm a pessimist and QAnon or Antifa. They like to say I'm crazy. But I think at this point, if you are not a little upset, if you are not discussing what is going on, if all you care about is that Bill Nye was on Dancing with the Stars, you're the crazy one. So don't get mad at me the next time we're at Applebee's and I want to talk about the kids in cages or I want to talk about how the stock market collapses for no fucking reason and we still bail these pieces of shit out. Don't come at me saying that I need to stop talking about it. Oh, you're bumming everybody out. I don't care. I don't care. Stop being such a snowflake. Stop being such a bitch and talk about what is going on. No one cares that Kelly didn't get a rose on The Bachelor. And if you do, if that is the main focus of your life, please do me a favor and block me. Look me up and block me. Because you are a fucking problem. Just like these people who never voted, who didn't do current events. 20 years ago, that was fine. 20 years ago, oh, you don't vote? Cool. Oh, you don't know current events? You like to live in the moment? That's awesome, man. Now it's a problem. Now you're a problem. You have a duty to know what the fuck is going on. Because whenever you don't, we end up in fuck situations. Whenever you do not keep up with what is going on, whenever you decide to remain ignorant, we end up with idiots on social media sites saying, oh, the 2020 election is the biggest election that this country has ever had. Make sure you go out and vote. Nothing is bigger than this election. Really? Really? Not the elections from the past 20 years. This election is the only thing that mattered. Because putting this fucking band-aid on this giant fucking stab wound that we call a country, that's going to solve everything. Remaining ignorant whenever they passed the Patriot Act, whenever they made people, whenever they made whistleblowers disappear, not caring about these things, not caring that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, making that a meme. That's a problem. You are a problem. We have to fix it. We have to address it. Stop acting like a simple election is going to fix everything. Everything is so much more deep-rooted than you think. The day Biden got put into office, I got a text from a friend. And, you know, she said, oh, Biden is now in office. A new, a new fresh start. A new America. To rebuilding. You think this man is going to lead us out of this fucking mess? You think Kamala Harris is the answer? You think Donald Trump was the answer? You think this government is the answer? And I'm not saying, I'm not advocating violence. I'm not saying to overthrow the government because if we do, I think we're even more fucked. We saw protests in Hong Kong. We saw in other countries. They want to overthrow their government and they want a fresh start. I have faith in those people. I have faith that those people can restart and rebuild and be successful. America, no. I have no faith that we can do that. I have zero faith that we can overthrow our government and write a new constitution. 
We can't even agree on simple shit. We can't even agree on pineapples on pizza. You really think that we're going to agree on an, an entire new document? Who's going to write the fucking thing? Who's going to write the new constitution? I'm not. I'm not. I have shit to do. I have student loans to pay. I'm not going to waste my time writing a document for you guys to argue about it just to get shredded. And this country has been truly sold out to a point where we're fucked no matter what we do. I mean, we had the whole issue in the Pacific Northwest with Chaz or whatever the fuck they called it. That lasted for what, maybe a week? And then chaos essentially broke out. We had people rioting in the Capitol screaming revolution. Is that what this has become? Is that what this freedom fighting has become? One giant roleplay? One giant LARP? If you're going to do something, go all fucking in. And so that's what we're doing here. We are going all in to selling out. You have no idea how hard we are selling out. We are creating merch, podcasts, streaming, content. Gary V would be proud. Actually, no, Gary V wouldn't even be proud. That man is proud of no one. That man is proud of not even himself. But we're going all the way in. And I recommend you do the same because there's nothing left to do. Gain a following. Make some money. Start an OnlyFans account. Do you have no... Do you have any idea how much money these people make? The amount of money these people make is laughable. It's laughable that we were told to go to school, study hard, get good SAT scores, major in something where you can pay back your loans whenever you get that job. We were told all of these things, which is now provably untrue. The money we were promised is not in what we were told to do. It was in Twitch gaming. It was in podcast. The money was in everything we were told not to go after. We were told to follow a certain specific set of rules. Don't question. Eat this. Learn this. Fuck like this. Talk like this. We were told these things. And we were also told to criticize the people who went outside of the system. People like to criticize the people who do it independently because they don't have to answer to anyone. There's a lot of power to not having to answer to anyone nowadays. I think that is the ultimate flex is to not have to answer to anyone is being able to tell someone to go fuck themselves on the internet and not losing your job. Look at Dave Portnoy. Is that not the dream? Talk shit about the guy all you want, but is that not the dream? Truly, that's my dream. I would like to run a billion dollar company. What do you think I'm trying to do here? I'm trying to build something. I'm trying to be honest with you guys about what I'm doing because it's the the facades need to go, folks. It's over. When the apocalypse is happening, there's no time for fakeness because time is of the essence. And whenever I say apocalypse, you guys are like, well, Angel, the sky's still blue and nothing's really that bad outside. I'm talking about this apocalyptic world that we live in where we never go outside, where we can have food delivered directly to our front door. I haven't left my apartment in three fucking days. Three days. I'm starting to go crazy. But this is the norm now. This is acceptable. This is encouraged. This is what they want us to do. And I'm not saying go outside and not wear a mask and be anti-vax. I'm not saying do that. Follow the fucking rules, obviously, but don't follow the rules. You have to be aware. You have to have enough self-awareness to know 
when you're being bullshitted, you have to read on your own. You can't rely on these sources to tell you what's going on. Because if you do, you will be fucked. The people who truly believed in what the media was saying when Jeffrey Epstein died, when all these political scandals came out, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. There were these people who truly believed, and God bless them, God bless them, but they truly believed that by doing what they were doing, by listening to the media, by paying their taxes, by going to their job and not questioning anything, that they were doing good things, that they were doing their American duty, that they were chasing the American dream. They did not have any realization that they were being fed lies. So whenever these things happen, whenever these scandals surface, they don't know how to react. They don't know what to do. They just end up on Facebook talking about QAnon. They end up posting about Instagram. And it's usually these people who have followed the rules their entire life, who were told to do things a certain way, and they still don't end up where they want to end up. They don't end up with the money they were promised. They don't end up with the dream job that they were promised. Everything they were sold on didn't happen. They end up in student debt in a tiny apartment trying to work their way up a corporate ladder. And they see people who did it outside of the rules. And what a lot of people don't realize is that there's a very distinct correlation. There's a common interest that the people who post about QAnon and who post about Antifa and the people who also follow rules by the certain way. They played the game the way it was supposed to play. There's a connection that these two types of people have. And most of the time, they're the same person. They played by the rules. They chased the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because they were sold on the idea that they were going to succeed. They were so sold on the idea, money and Lamborghinis and women and a successful job. That was all promised to them and it wasn't given. So whenever they see someone not playing by the rules, someone who said fuck the rules, whenever they see someone doing that, they get upset. They resent and they start taking it out on their neighbors and they start calling the tow truck on cars that have parked five minutes extra in the 30-minute parking. They start asking kids for permits for a lemonade stand. They start divulging their entire personality to a political candidate. They lose their absolute minds because the life they were promised, the life we were all told that was going to happen did not happen. They lose their minds because they do not realize that they have been sold out. They criticize people who sold out early in their lives, who cashed checks through advertisements. They criticize those people not realizing that they had been sold out by their government. They advocated so much. They had so much hope for everything. They believed in the system and it didn't work out. And yet we realize why the issues we have are so deep-rooted. We need to understand that nothing is what it seems. And a lot of people, they call you crazy if you start diving into things. But like I said, I think you're crazy if you're only surface level at this point in time. After everything that has happened, after everything that you have seen, if you're still willing to play ignorant, still try to play by the rules, you're losing. You've lost. It's over. A couple weeks ago, I was talking to someone and they said, Angel, why don't you have hope? Have hope in humanity. Why are you so pessimistic? 
There are people fighting over toilet paper in a Costco. There are people fighting over the simplest things. We can't even ration food out to people without some sort of chaos. And I'm supposed to have optimism? I'm crazy for not being optimistic. I'm crazy for seeing everything that is happening. Just look around, folks. I know you guys like to stay in your house and close your doors and play ignorant of everything that is going on. You like to ignore that the apocalypse is not happening outside your front door. But one of these days, you're going to get a knock on the door. And it's going to be the apocalypse. And it's going to be the time to start cashing some checks. To start settling some scores. I know people who are fine in their house. They're fine with playing ignorant because they think it's not going to get to them. People do not care until it affects them personally. Look at COVID. And whenever you try to play Paul Revere, whenever you try to warn people, bad things are coming. You get called crazy. You get called a conspiracy theorist. But yet here we are rewarding people for the stupidest shit. These people nowadays, they get rewarded to say generic vague statements. I think healthcare should be affordable. I think racism is bad. No shit. No shit. Why do we keep paying attention to these people? Why do we give the Kardashians 50 seasons? No one is that interesting. I promise you, no one who has ever existed is as interesting where they need 50 seasons of documentation of their life. It's time to grow the fuck up and realize what is happening. Like, I talk to my boomer parents. I love my parents, but my boomer parents, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. And I think a lot of you, you can relate to this. You have boomer parents. They just don't get it. They just want a golf course. They just want to worry about themselves. How is this restaurant closing down going to affect me? I can't get my favorite chicken sandwich from my favorite restaurant. I'm upset. I don't care that there's a pandemic going on. I just want my chicken sandwich. I just want to eat my Arby's chicken sandwich and then I want to go to Black Friday. That's all I want to do. And it's interesting. I went to Black Friday once. I went to Black Friday once when it first started. And there was people running around doing God knows what, killing each other for sneakers. And I just kind of realized... A, I'm never coming back here again for as long as I live. And B, that's this is as deep as it gets for most people. You know, they have a nice Thanksgiving dinner and then they go and beat each other for a TV. It's just material items and it's just the shiniest objects, the newest car, the newest phone, the newest vape pen. But it's none of the important shit. It's none of that because the important shit is too boring. I hear make politics boring again. Are you fucking kidding me? Make politics. Bo the reason we're in this shit show is because politics up to four years ago was boring as fuck. You fall asleep listening to these people pass bills. It's almost like it's a coincidence why it's so boring. It's almost like they don't make it boring on purpose so they can pass their evil shit. But why, why would I think about that? Why would I question that? Questioning that would make you some... What, are you crazy? No. Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, they would never make something boring so that no one pays attention. They would never 
they would never describe in detail how they're going to end the world, but make it very boring. They would make it boring. I know a lot of you guys don't find books and reading in general fascinating. You guys find that already boring. So how hard can it truly be? How hard can it truly be to make something so boring that no one would want to read it? And you would think by how outraged we all are, how outraged you all are about Dr. Seuss wanting to cancel my man, Dr. S. You would think that we actually read. When's the last time you read a book? Exactly. I don't know why people are so fucking angry. You would think this country has a book reading addiction. But no, we're addicted to McDonald's and cigarettes. And there are people who will proudly say, I haven't read a book in four years. They'll wear that like a badge of honor. Because that's so that's something to be proud of. Because you should be proud that you haven't educated yourself, that you haven't progressed in any single way in the past four years. You should be proud of that. That's an accomplishment. People will be proud of doing the worst possible things, of doing the least possible amount. They will be proud of it. And the worst thing is that we reward it. The more generic the statement, the more of an asshole you are, the more of a chance you have to go viral, the more of a chance you have to make it big. Throw around a couple of generic statements and suddenly you're cashing checks. The only thing you should be caring about is trying to make a little bit of money and building your personal brand because there's nothing else to do. And I think for a good while, a lot of us, we knew the end was here. We knew this Ponzi scheme of a country was soon going to collapse. You could feel it. You could feel it. But still, we try to stay in our comfort zone. We try to believe in the rules. We try to believe in the dream that we were sold. Because that dream was sold so well. It was so solid. It was implanted into our brains where we didn't even question the bigger things going on. We have been so caught up in the rat race. Well, the rat race is over, folks. I had a teacher in high school, English teacher. He wore a fedora, very cool dude, smoked cigarettes. I used to bum them off of him. Just, can you give us a cigarette, please? Can you let me live? But anyways, one time I was talking to him and he told me, what do you want to do, Angel? He asked, what's the end game? And me, being impressionable, young, full of life, I gave him the spiel. I wanted the money and the successful car. And then I also told him, but I know life doesn't work that way. I know things change. I know people are complicated. I knew at a very young age that nothing was as it seems. And so I asked him, can I ask what your end game was when you were my age? Can I ask you what the dream was and he looked at me and he said i wanted to be a rock star he wanted to be a fucking rock star and there was just this type of comfort whenever he said this you know he knew who he was and he was comfortable with that but there was a part of him that really wished 
that he had just sold the fuck out. Good night, folks. This episode is sponsored by the Illuminati. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. It's a it's a brand new startup. A little bit. It's kind of chic, very underground. It's everything Google wants to be. Truly, I think the Illuminati is everything Google and Apple, Facebook. It's everything they want to be. And what I'm offering with my promo code ANGEL is a chance to be in the Illuminati. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice to finally be a part of something bigger than yourself? To completely sell out and to be part of this great organization that runs the world. The elite, you, Elon, and the people who aren't in Forbes because they don't want to be known. You can be there. You and two, three other drug cartel traffickers. You and Bill Clinton. You and Hillary. You can drink a martini with Hillary Clinton. All you have to do is go to www.illuminati.com slash promo code angel. And you yourself can get a deal on a membership to be part of this exclusive club. College, graduation, work for Google. Why would I do that? Just go and join the Illuminati. Get into Bitcoin. Get into Ethereum. Burn your assets and join the club. Enter hell. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, this ad isn't real. This is fake. You're a scam. You have no listeners, Angel. How do you have an ad? It's your first episode. It's called connections, people. It's called connections. It's called being someone who you aren't. Oh, what are we above morally not telling the entire truth? You're fine with turning another eye whenever kids are being put in cages, but you want to promote a little business and suddenly you're a criminal. What I'm trying to say is join the club because I'm in it. My friends are in it. You know who else isn't? You know who isn't in it? You know who isn't getting this ad because they're not exclusive enough? Joe Rogan. Believe it or not, Joe Rogan called me the other day and he asked me how I can... How the Joe Rogan experience can be sponsored by the Illuminati. Right now it's sponsored by the CIA, but he wants more money. The CIA only pays in American dollars. He wants Bitcoin. He wants crypto. And so, honestly, I I don't even have to share this ad. They approached me and they said, hey, Angel, we're just going to throw in a couple of bucks to get your voice out there, to get you a setup. How do you think I got the desk, the sound panels, the lights? You think it was me? You think I, you think my cheap ass really put that money forward? No. It was Jay-Z and Beyonce. I had them over yesterday for tea. I was told, we're just going to throw a couple bucks your way. And if you want to throw an ad, go for it. If you throw an ad, we'll throw you a couple more bucks. So that's what I'm doing. Like I said, it's selling out time, folks. The end of the world is here. Look outside your fucking window. Look outside your window of privilege. It's all over. So for a monthly subscription, go to www.illuminati.com slash promo code angel. It takes two to three business days, I believe. I, I think I have the form somewhere here. But it takes about two to three business days. How it worked for me was... It was a Thursday. It was a Thursday night. I had a couple of beers, but I was kidnapped, thrown in a van, 
It was me, Tim Dillon, Tom Segura, and a couple other podcasters. And they gave us the rite of passage. They talked us through it. Tim Dillon left. Tom Segura just kind of stared at them. But I was all in. I was all in from the get-go. I'm, I'm new. I'm young. I'm trying to build this from the bottom up. So anyways, www.illuminati.com slash promo code ANGEL. Welcome to the club.